The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Great. Uh, Tina Turner, who of course passed away at the age of 83. The actor Rory Cowan knew Tina Turner. Rory, you're welcome to the studio. Thank you much for having me. It's lovely to be here. How did you and Tina Turner cross paths? Um, well, I have to point out, no, we weren't friends. Oh, like, be- the best didn't. of friends. <laughs> I, worked, I was the marketing manager in EMI Ireland in the 1980s. And I got to meet and travel to concerts and meet people and go out to dinner with like people like Tina Turner, Paul McCartney, David Bowie, Diana Ross, loads of people. And it was just, I, luckily for me, I was a fan of most of them. And it was fantastic. But that's how I met Tina first. 
Um, actually, it was this, this this weekend is the anniversary of the concert in the RDS in 1987. It was on the Break Every Rule tour, and I met her there. And we were ta- I was taking her out to dinner afterwards because we used to do that with all the acts. You'd leave a bottle of Cristal champagne in the room, and you'd have huge flower arrangements, and then you take them out to dinner. And um, so we took her. She wanted to go for some reason. I don't know how she picked it um, or how she found it, but she wanted to go to the Tree of Idleness in Bray, which was a lovely restaurant. I've only oh, wow. Been, I've only been there once that one time. And so we went out and we were all there waiting on her. And the next thing she arrived with our manager, Roger Davis. And it was a fabulous restaurant. Everything cost a fortune on the menu, but it was a fantastic restaurant. And she looked at the menu and she put it down. And then she said to the server, um, could I just have uh, what I really like? And he says, whatever you want, Miss Turner, what would you like? And she just said, deep fried squid. And that's what she had, deep fried squid. And um, and I guess if you're Tina Turner, you're going to get deep fried squid. Got, I, but I, I got it afterwards from traveling with Mrs. Brown. When you're traveling where you when you're traveling all the time, you like to have food that, you know, you don't really want to go to a restaurant and be trying stuff because if you don't like it. So because um, when I was going to miss, with Mrs. Brown, we were in Australia. I remember going somewhere and I could I liked fish, but I didn't recognize any of the fish. So I picked out one thing that I that sounded nice, and it was John Dory, and that's because <laughs> okay. it sounds like your grandfather. <laughs> sounds like someone living up the road, some, yeah, you know. Yeah, so that's what like the harmless and it was the lovely. Road. But things like Snapper and all that wouldn't touch it because of the names. And what so was she, she like? Tina she was lovely. Now she was a powerhouse on stage. Have yeah. you ever seen her live? I've seen pictures of her live. She was amazing. Um, there was nobody to touch her. Um, no female to touch her on stage. She was just brilliant, and. Uh, but off stage, she was totally different. She was very nice, but very businesslike. And she, like the best way I can describe her, if I can get away with it, saying she was very ladylike. <clears throat> she was very quiet and soft spoken, yeah. and she was lovely. Not but a diva. No, oh no, definitely not. No, no. As a matter of fact, um, the people that were working with our management office at the time, they rang us in EMI beforehand and said. Uh, I presume you'll be putting in Cristal Champagne for Tina and some flowers and things. like. And I said, yes, we will. And then I said, we'd like to take her out to dinner. And they says, everything is fine. He says, don't put the champagne in. And I said, I know, listen, I said, I'd have to, couldn't have put the champagne in. If we got back to the head office in London, they'll be trying. They said, no, yeah. what will happen is you'll put the champagne in, the promoter will put another bottle in and somebody else will put another bottle in and she'll drink the three of them and then we won't get her up in the <laughs> She was, but she was, but and she could also she she had this way about her like, and I was only looking really from the outside because I didn't. I've been in her company a lot of times, but I wasn't a friend of hers, and I, I have to stress that I hate people who put themselves into situations as yeah. they know. I didn't know. I was she wasn't a friend of mine, and she'd never ever remembered my name. And if she met me again, say a few weeks ago, when she got lover when she was still alive, she wouldn't have recognised me at all. But um, we were coming home from. We used to go to all these concerts. There were John's and we went. Germany was a big one that with all the marketing managers from all over Europe used to go to yeah. EMI in Europe. And Germany was a big one because the audiences were amazing there and the, the crowds were massive. And so you'd go to Monsters of Rock when Iron Maiden or White Snake were headlining and we'd all go to see the shows and then promote them when we came home. But one time we went to see Tina and I'd seen her in New York, Dublin, Belfast, mm. London. I'd seen her all over the place. 
Um, but we all went to Germany and we're flying back into London. Now, she was on the same flight and we were flying back into London. And I just remember <laughs> the pilot, somebody must have told her she was on board. Okay. The pilot in his German accent, his name says, I'm Captain Hans or Frank or whatever his name was. And we're flying to London and we're flying at 30,000 feet and the weather in London is this. Do you know the usual? Yeah, scale? yeah. And then he says, and I believe we have a uh, very important person on board. He says, I'd like to welcome Tiny Turner and his band. T- Tiny Turner, Tiny and, Turner his and his band. He didn't have a clue, clue who she was. Oh, brilliant. How did she react? Well, she roared laughing. Oh, she thought brilliant. it was the funniest thing. So she was able to take, um, not take herself too seriously at all. Um, I just, she was lovely. She was yeah. wonderful. And I'd say like, a, which, as I said, Tina, there was only one of her on stage. Like there was nobody that came close and I've seen Beyonce um, Kylie when she was the biggest thing in the planet and but they never put on a show as good as Tina Turner and I've always said like in when from, uh, men the ones the big stars for me that I thought that nobody could have touched them was Mick Jagger Freddie Mercury and Christy Dignam and not necessarily in that order, yeah. that order. when Christy was younger when he started off there was hardly anyone to touch him he was amazing Brilliant. but there was only one Tina Turner there was no other female singer that came close to her on stage she was absolutely fantastic she never stopped well, she was brilliant. She would be sorely missed by her, her fans, by her family and by everybody. I think so, yeah. She was, she was just terrific. She really was. Well, listen, Rory, thanks a million for popping into the studio. Thank you. Rory Cowan, the actor. Listen, a great excuse to hear a little bit more from the woman herself.
Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.